Hi, I am Srinivas Vakati. This is High Impact Entrepreneur Podcast. In this podcast, I discuss with business owners and professionals to help you build your business and scale it faster. Put right systems and processes in place so it can grow without you. Sales is one of the most important skills you must master as a business owner. In this episode, I sit with my friend Umesh, a former sales professional who primarily worked with HNIs and celebrities in real estate industry. We chat about how he would approach these celebrities, his process, and what one must look for to build a sales team. So, hi Umesh, how did you get started in your career in real estate? Oh, she was. Let me tell you firstly, uh, I really didn't choose a real estate. The real estate industry chose me. Uh, uh, why I am saying this is uh, I was uh, contemplating on a career which will have a high return, high income uh, caliber. So prior joining real estate, uh, I completed my uh, commercial pilot training. Uh, but due to some uh, unforeseen circumstances and uh, there were, unfortunately I had met an accident. So I could not continue with my pilot journey. And uh, after that, I was contemplating on uh, where where else I can get a good uh, paycheck, a fat paycheck. And there it was. The real estate industry altogether was booming up a lot those days. And uh, I thought, why not? And there was this uh, premium real estate agent those days. He used to deal only with celebrities and high net worth individuals. I chased him almost for three months. Okay. Every time I used to give him a call, he used to decline my call, ignore my call, avoid my messages. But I chased him for three months. After three months, one fine day, I got a call from his office stating that uh, he would like to meet me. I met him. He interviewed me almost uh, for, I would I would rather call it, he grilled me for almost two hours just to know what exactly I'm looking at. And... Uh, after two hours, I got a job. So I worked for this gentleman for almost one year. And that's how my stint with real estate started. Wow. Okay. So what motivated him to like chase him? Like only why this guy, not any other guy? What uh, uh, I was looking at was uh, recognition altogether. I, I was very well aware of my, uh, uh, you could say positive points, my uh, pros. And uh, since I was quite good at communication, I thought, why not make maximum out of it? And really, if I have to be in real estate, why not uh, deal with the sharks altogether? So uh, the kind of effort I'm going to put in any normal real estate deal and the kind of effort I'll be putting into a high net worth individual deal, it is going to be the same. Okay. Uh, but the returns are going to be, uh, the, there's no limit for the returns. So that's how I chose uh, the high net worth individual uh, arena altogether, high ticket size. Okay, got it, got it. So... I mean, I'm sure like you would have uh, dealt with all the top HNIs, you know, top industrialists and top celebrities. And you don't have to name anybody in this podcast, but can we have like clues like what were the type of clients did you deal with in your, in your real estate career? Oh, of course. Uh, so I've dealt with uh, people who are uh, top industrialists, uh, cricketers, hoteliers, uh, celebrities. Uh, particularly uh, film actors, choreographers, singers, so lot, lot many. Lot so many. A, a vivid diaspora altogether. 
ओके ओके दैट्स गुड सो वी हैव मेट ऑलमोस्ट लाइक वन एंड हाफ ईयर बैक आई गेस एंड वन थिंग आई हैव नोटिस इन यू इज दैट यू आर वेरी गुड एट कम्युनिकेशन सो वर यू ऑलवेज लाइक दिस लाइक इन टर्म्स ऑफ कम्युनिकेशन so in terms of communication uh, i'll tell you initially i used to feel i'm quite good at communication i'm quite good at negotiations but later on i honed the skills because uh, the kind of uh, communication skill i possessed uh, during my initial days i i thought somewhere i am good to make the initial uh, break in but to convert it into sales to convert the deal altogether i i was lacking some uh, part of it though. so that that i developed okay so what skills did you develop like once you started your career as in sales in sales the persuasion altogether see with the high network individuals you just get a chance or two to get the deal done okay if you miss on those chances they will never answer your call again because the market is full of full of uh, service providers like me you miss one chance and that person will go to someone else Okay so according to you like what are the skills that every sales person must develop a sales person according to me firstly should have the entire uh, psyche uh, study of the client he must know he or she must know what the client exactly is looking at so i i had once read a book in which uh, there was example of a sales real estate agent again so he said he mentioned in the book i am unable to recall the name of the book uh, was was a very fantastic book i read in somewhere close to 2005 4 so it said uh, this gentleman was taking a very high net worth individual for an inspection somewhere in beverly hills uh, us and uh, all throughout the uh, inspection the uh, hni client was talking about how he grew up in a old countryside uh, home with a lot of uh, greenery with a lot of uh, open area lawn space trees all over so this gentleman the realtor he took him to a very old property he cancelled all the property which he had lined up and he took him to a very old property which had a very vintage look and this gentleman the hni bought it over okay so when when uh, he, he was asked that why he chose all this properties over the other one the ultra luxurious modern homes he said this gentleman was not looking at a home he was looking to buy memory wow so he wanted to be nostalgic right right okay so, so that's how you must one must read the client so one skill that every sales person must have is to know what the other person wants what the client wants Uh, what the client wants yes of course any other skills that a sales person must have rather than uh, saying it a want rinivas i would rather call it a need what what the client needs ah okay if you are able to identify that you'll be able to close the deal much quicker okay that's interesting and one more thing that i always see in you is your ability to dress correctly according to the situation so how important is dressing for sales people See, dressing is important because again, people make an impression within the first three to five seconds of you meet them. Your shoes, your your nicely polished shoes, your watch, your nicely draped uh, suit, your shirt, trouser. Again, it makes a lot of impression. Okay. So, so one needs to be one needs to dress aptly for the occasion. Uh, you t- you give me an example. If you were to walk in a in a doctor's room, you have a doctor's appointment. uh you go to the dentist and you walk in and the dentist is wearing t-shirt jeans with spiky hair and he says okay come in dude 
you are next so what what sort of feeling would go you 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 would get that time i would not trust him for sure on the other hand you see him in a white apron nicely combed hair wearing glasses and says yes good evening come correct correct so i understand okay so you spend lot of time on uh, dressing and shopping right oh no <laughs> again that, that is something uh, not exactly lot of time but yes i do uh, choose wisely what i wear correct 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 it's interesting and okay. it is a part of the power building with the client correct correct i understand that so while dealing with hnis what were some of the challenges that you, you would face while dealing with them the biggest challenge again is to speak right to speak correct to speak in their language so this people all together uh, they they operate at a different frequency uh, someone looking at a 10 crore plus house already is living in one house he is settled he is looking to upgrade his lifestyle he is not wanting a house to live in but he would rather want a house he is rather looking for a house which he, he wants to showcase his lifestyle okay so you got to identify you got to talk to them in a proper manner you got to take care of the timelines you got to take care of everything the need need list altogether you have to deliver everything as per their need and like i said earlier you get a one or max to max two chances okay so so do they generally have high expectations or like normal expectations like every other person the expectation part again would be uh, when somebody is taking your service and when you portray yourself as a professional when you come across as a professional uh, the minimum one could expect from you would be a a decent amount of service a decent type of service right right so to expect a service from anyone any customer is is very much in the right space when he expects a good service from anyone he pays hnis particularly they See why? Why do realtors? Uh, why? What is the one thing that makes realtors so important in real estate business? Have you come across people who who scout for their houses on their own, and then they buy just to save on the brokerage part? Have you come across such people? Of course. Yeah, but they, they would be belonging to a certain strata. Uh, saving that one or two lakh extra will help them, right? Correct. And time is something they are they are valuing. money over time isn't it correct but with hni is the other way around it's time over money right okay so they are in a way outsourcing they are they want to save their time that's why they are outsourcing that particular task to you which if they would they would have done themselves would have done it better so you have to match up their level okay that's an interesting way to look at it time over money and you said you deal with you dealt with lot of uh, bollywood celebrities mm-hmm. so they generally have like managers and huge staff right so oh they do have uh, managers and staff yes so while purchasing while purchasing for real estate or while you are selling for real estate do you generally deal with celebrities directly or do you deal with like their secretaries or uh, managers See what happens is uh, there's again a protocol that needs to be followed. You you cannot supposedly that's a biggest big superstar. Uh, I won't name, but a big superstar. You cannot just call on his mobile. He will not answer your phone. You'll have to go through that protocol. You'll have to call the manager first. Okay. So the initial part, uh, supposedly he's looking at an uh, you could say uh, investment perspective. He's looking at somewhere in Bandra. 
okay which he is not going to stay at but he is looking at it from a investment perspective so we are going to talk to the manager line up the inspections line up the apartments the manager is going to take the first uh, view altogether on behalf of that start and after that he will shortlist four to five and then the final call will be taken by the start okay so so any tips or any practical tips on how to deal with managers and secretaries oh you have to take care of their they need a ego massage <laughs> okay like i said the market is full of service provider if if you've made a chance if you've made your if you put your feet in the gate i mean keep it sturdy do whatever it takes okay do whatever it takes okay that's interesting and so generally like how do you approach the celebrities umesh like okay you ha- you general i'm sure that uh, builder will tell you to sell a house premium house mm-hmm. so how do you find the sector, the celebrities like how do you find how do you know more about them and how do you know their contact details and all this stuff in terms of approaching them uh, against when you are asking my trade secret huh? yes yes of <laughs> so course so <laughs> what, what happens is uh, i'll tell you what the my modus operandi is very simple if a particular project is coming at a particular location and i look at the value the project is going to offer to any of the investor okay celebrities all together come from a diff- they have a different ball game they just look at multiplying their uh, investment they they are settled in their own bungalows they are settled in their own apartments and they, all they got to look at is uh, the investment part right now so if the builder if the project is offering a good value as a investment uh, product so i i offer it i package it as a investment product and pitch it to their secretaries their managers and uh, if if the things go well i get a call for the meeting okay so let, so is there any trade secret on how do you get contact details of either their managers or their celebrities oh yes it is a secret so and uh, i would rather prefer to keep it a secret still aha uh-huh. just for can you make an exception for me and for my listeners okay okay so uh, again uh, if you see there are many uh, see google is the first clue i'll give you a google is something which you can to to give you a start point uh-huh and once you come to know about the name of the manager i i am quite frequent in uh, all the studios okay studios okay so you approach so studios visit to the yeah approach studios i approach a lot many see again to catch them you have to be where they are right okay right so it's you know what what's caviar have you heard about caviar who caviar is a caviar caviar again is a, a cuisine it's a, it's a delicacy okay uh, this comes from a very uh, exquisite uh, uh, fish breed and it's for space a particular location to get it it's it's a big deal uh, in terms of procuring this uh, caviar it takes a lot of lot of uh, it's a daunting task altogether that's why it's quite expensive the process together altogether it's quite daunting and that's why it's expensive correct so over here we are looking at the similar example where the entire process is quite daunting to get get the contact details okay so it's not as like step 1 step 2 step 3 oh no it's not that simple it's not easy so you have to hunt and you have to hustle to get the contact details yes yes okay fine got it so let's assume that you get these contact details of the celebrities 
So what's the best way to approach them? Is it through email, through phone, or do you approach the secretaries first? Or- uh, Shrinivas, nobody will uh, look at the email or the phone or the messages. Or they have people to look, take care of it. And the personal number of the uh, film star of the celebrities is with them. You, you will never get that phone number unless until you share a rapport with them during the inspection. Like I, I have uh, personal numbers of some of the celebrities. Uh-huh. So that I got only at the time of inspection. Until then, the number which I had was was their secretaries or managers. Okay, okay. So the best way to approach is to through their managers. Through their managers. Okay, got it. So I'm sure then all the follow up happens with these managers then, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Mm. So may show you would have at least uh, approached at least one thousand people in your uh, lifetime for sales. More than that, one thousand is more than that. Okay, more than one thousand. Okay. If we have to approach anybody today, would you mm-hmm. feel any hesitation before you approach them? I don't think so. I mean, hesitation is something that is far, far down the horizon. I, I don't think so. Okay, okay. So, what are you? I am still human being. I am a human being, and again, it depends. I will not call it hesitation, but there would be some sort of nervousness. There would be some sort of the. stomach again depending upon whom i'm going to meet like i had this uh, feeling when i was going to meet one of my most desired most uh, uh, favorite uh, actor i was going to meet and uh, the entire night i was i was rehearsing as if what what am i going to talk how will i speak how will i shake hand how will i start should i ask for a selfie would it uh, sound professional so i mean at the end of the day I am I am a human being so why not okay okay hesitation but in a very positive manner right, not right. that it's going to be a uh, very disempowering so what about like the first person you approached did you feel hesitation before you approached him or her yeah first first meeting yes there was a lot of hesitation there was lot of nervousness but the flow takes care of the flow as they say once i got into the flow everything was taken care Okay, because even I remember my first approach, like I couldn't sleep the last the night before. Mm-hmm. But after I approached him, it felt like okay, I'm talking to a human being after all. And then after like five minutes, then I calmed down, and then it went smooth. I guess the hesitation will never go away. I guess right. At least some part of the fear would always be there. Before you approach these celebrities or these HMIs, what preparation do you do? So I do a thorough homework about the uh, person, the HNI itself. Okay, I'm going to approach, and uh, that gives me an advantage in terms of setting the rapport. If if I'm going to meet someone, uh, uh, last time I met a very renowned developer, aware of all his ongoing projects, I was aware of his projects which are under litigation. I was aware of the company's inside story through my sources. and when i met him i i accidentally met him i met him at, uh, in an expo when i met him i introduced myself i we spoke for almost 45 minutes and uh, after that he also invited me to his office and now i share a very good friendship with this uh, renowned developer wow. the reason was i had a good research okay so coming to general sales questions So, yes so what is the mindset one needs to develop to become good at sales or to become successful at sales 
I believe to to become successful at sales, you have to be successful in your mind first. See, you have to prepare yourself for rejections. Sales is a process. It's a the conversion is the end end process. To start with, you have to approach the client. Be you have to convert a cold lead, a cold client into a warm, and eventually hot lead, and then convert into a customer. So this entire process altogether demands a demands a lot of resilience. You have to be resilient to rejections. You have to be patient. You have to keep doing what you're doing. The goal is to convert. You'll have to approach a client once, twice, five times for a single meeting. The meeting can go can get over in five seconds. The meeting could last for one hour. The meeting can go on for two hours. But all you got to stay focused at is the conversion. Okay. So one of my mentors gave me this uh, suggestion, which I think is what you are saying as well. Don't take rejections personally. Never, never take. So one, if you take rejection personally, I think you cannot approach more than one person. I guess you st- will stop after one approach. I absolutely agree with that. And see, nothing is all wrong. Even a clock which has stopped running shows the right time twice in a day, right? Right. So. In in sales altogether, even if one client says no, second client no, the tenth client is going to say yes. But that does not mean that you stop at client number four. You stop at client number five. You have to go on and on. Okay, so what motivated you to continue? Like when you are doing sales, I am sure you face lot of rejections as well. So what motivated mm-hmm. you move to the second approach or next approach? See, my motivation altogether was the recognition I'm going to get. uh the kind of celebrities the kind of hnas I'm, i was meeting those days and uh, the main motivator again like i said was a uh, kind of returns i was getting on a closure okay so money was the biggest motivator for you one of the yes one of the motive and of course being in the network of successful people was it also a major factor yes or uh, to if i have to give you a hierarchy recognition was one and then uh, along with the recognition was uh, money got it got it you have also built lot of sales teams as well right in your career oh yes i have uh, built and led a uh, lot many sales team in my career so according to you can anybody become good at sales uh, anyone with a uh, grit to do it uh, with whatever it takes attitude can be good at sales can be great at sales okay So while you are building sales team, it's a it's a learned art. You have to learn it. Okay, so you can actually become good at sales. Anyone can become good at sales if they choose. Anyone to. can be if if there is a right attitude for it. See, uh, we do you swim? No, I don't. Can you swim? I can if I learn it. If you learn it, and can you swim in the Olympics? Maybe not. Or maybe yes. Maybe yes. Okay. Yeah. If I practice enough, yes. Yes. And the word is practice. The word is attitude. Right now, the moment I ask, will you swim swim in Olympics? You said no, because that's not in your horizon. That's not in your list at all. So if a person who doesn't want to be, who is who is not a salesperson by choice, he's a salesperson by force, then he he cannot be a good or great salesperson. so right. the journey from ordinary to extraordinary it is it is a calling from within correct correct so while you while you were interviewing for this sales people what were mm-hmm. some of the common traits that you were looking for in this people 
attitude okay what well, attitude are they ready are they ready if they do not have the answer are they ready to search for the answer and come back to me come go back to the client if the client says i need this and he should have the courage to say honestly to say sir i do not know but give me a day's time i'll let you know tomorrow and he gets back to the client and delivers okay only attitude no, no other qualification education qualification nothing uh, uh, i mean my many of my mentors many of my favorite authors are not that well educated but they they've written lot many books on sales if you see brian tracy is one good example brian brian tracy again was from an insurance uh, and selling background right right and he made a big name in sales so what were some of the best books you have read umesh i uh, i have read a lot, lot of books uh, specifically if you say the books which have impacted my life would be brian tracy's uh, psychology of sales uh, the uh, jordan belford's uh, the wolf way uh, dale carnegie's lot many books uh, tony robbins awakening the giant within okay and if you have to pick like one book that changed your life what would book would it be well, there was this uh, frank bedger's how i raised myself from failure to success in sales Okay. So, so when I read that book, uh, that book was gifted to me by one of my friend, and uh, the first chapter itself opened my, you could say, I I had a mental block, and the first chapter itself opened my mental block, in which the author said that all you got to have is exuberance, whatever you do, be it the minutest of the task or a very daunting task. do it as if it is going to make a difference to the world wow okay nice mindset so in that the keyword he's emphasized on each and every chapter is exuberance okay so whatever you do you do with the entire exuberance excitement as if it is going to make a difference in the world so how do you maintain this excitement umesh like let's assume that if i approach like 10 people in a day Mm-hmm. All of the ten people say no. Mm-hmm. How should I keep myself excited and approach the eleventh people, eleventh person? Oh, you have to keep the optimism on. The eleventh one is going to say yes for sure. Do you have any specific strategy and, for that? Oh yes, because uh, see, like I said, the number one trait for a great salesperson is resilience. So I am resilient to the rejections, and I am aware that if I am going to call twenty people out of that. 10 people might say i am not keen at the moment or i am not keen so have you ever felt demotivated yes i have felt demotivated but the reason behind my demotivation was my own expectation i was going against the law okay and the law says the sales law says be prepared for rejections it's part and parcel rejections are going to come your way doesn't right. mean they should stop you correct correct i understand earlier i was see my dream my idea of sales was altogether it was a sprint but it's not a sprint it's hurdle race rejections come as a hurdle you have to jump over them got your point so i think in 2008 or 2010 the real estate was down right in india real estate was down in india uh, in fact there was a global crunch global crunch that's when the yeah, lehman brothers were flunked off 
yeah so it was bankrupt and everything so at this mm-hmm. point of time i'm sure the real estate uh, what to say the sales were down i guess as well the sales were down but uh, at the same time the hni market never faced a lull in fact that was an opportunity period for them uh, okay so have you ever uh, done sales in a period where the market was down as well for hnis see hnis all together uh, if you see like i said they would either look at an investment product or a product where they would want to live stay and if they are looking at uh, the first one investment product if the market is not good the prices are down they would rather uh, increase their investment portfolio on the other hand if, if they are looking at uh, something for themselves if the market is down if that person is looking at a four bedroom apartment for himself if the market is down he might as well look for a five or six bedroom a larger apartment Okay, got your point. So HNIs are generally not down. I mean, if you because they already have the money, if you approach right people, then I guess you will make sales. I guess, right? It's it's all about yes. You rightly said it. Approaching the right people. Right people. So like being an experienced real estate sales professional. So what are some of the properties these HNIs look for? Like how do they select the properties to get better returns? oh they look at see they are there for a long term their their calculations are so precise and so perfect they do not come for a short term game they look at a long term investment which is going to give them a good amount of returns so majorly they would look in for a property where they could stay at least uh, for 4 uh, to 5 years minimum okay and then they would uh, plan up their exit exit okay So, what is your opinion about current real estate market scenario in uh, India? In the current market scenario, I feel uh, things are falling into place. Uh, in, in terms of, if you say the unsold inventory, Mumbai real estate is ranking uh, almost number one Correct. in the entire for uh, India in terms of uh, unsold inventory because of the high rates. Right. But eventually, eventually, I feel there would be some price correction. Mm-hmm. Do you you think real estate prices will go down in current future? Oh, not drastically. They would go. See, if we were to look at any particular area, supposedly Lower Parel, if Lower Parel is selling at thirty-five thousand rupees per square feet, you can't expect it to go to twenty thousand, can you? Correct. You can't. But yeah, but even if it goes to thirty-two thousand, if it, if it goes to thirty thousand, you are looking at what? Or thirty-five, thirty-five and thirty. So what percentage that would be? Around uh, 10 to 15 percent we are looking at. Correct. Okay, but still that would be a steep uh, decline, 10 to 15 percent from 35 to 30. You cannot expect it to go down to 25, 20. Okay, right. So, do you recommend somebody to purchase property or to rent out the property? That is again a different. Uh, see, in my uh, case, in my clientele, uh, the kind of people I deal with. Uh, even if it is rental they have a very clear plan of what they're going to do with the uh, the the sum they have with them they would invest in something that is going to give them returns and take care of the rental part as well okay so because i why i'm asking is one of the authors that i follow is ramit sethi uh, mm-hmm. he is completely against purchasing property he yeah, i i know his philosophy yes you're right So he also has sense. like a blog post where he lists on all the reasons why it is actually a loss to buy a property, and he recommends that 
one must uh, rent out the property i mean he doesn't own a property as well i i partially agree with him uh see ramesh city altogether uh, being in the western uh, culture altogether uh, in india buying or owning a home is a statement when you purchase a home in india you are looked upon as a settled person till the time you are staying in a rental house you are not looked upon as a settled person I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. No, yeah, it's perfect. It's per- perfectly the same opinion I have as well. Have you approached anybody in social media, especially celebrity, and got a response from him or her? Yes, I have. Okay, so social media also works for celebrities then. So, Mesh, mm. so for our listeners, what uh-huh. one action step you can give them that they can do in next twenty-four hours to become good at sales? To become uh, good at sales. jot down a list of people you know which are near and dear ones your friends your acquaintances you know you must be knowing at least 50 people at least uh, if not say 20 25 people you know them jot down what they exactly need what what is that you can offer what is that one problem you can solve jot it down and you will get your first sale from that group within this next 24 hours Okay, so the action step just to summarize: make a list of twenty or twenty-five people in your network. Write down what they need, and then just approach them. You can just call them. Yes, yes, with the solution. Yeah, just call them. Yes, perfect them, perfect them. So thank you, Umesh, for coming to my podcast. My pleasure, Shrinivas. So it was really enlightening to know your perspective about how to deal with HNIs and celebrities. So let's catch up soon. Thank you for listening to the episode. If you like the episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you very much. I am Srinivas Vakati. See you in the next episode.